Happy off season. We are here to make some way too early freaking predictions and piss people off because that's what this always does. Let's do it. What is up? <laughs> Welcome back to the Big Tall Takeover, part of the Takeover Sports Network, right here on YouTube. I don't know what it is tonight, but I'm feeling just absolutely insane, ready to just make a bunch of stupid predictions and piss people off. Um, as well as these predictions will not be uneducated predictions, at least in my opinion. I think these predictions are pretty solid. Uh, but Donnell and I are going to give our way too early 2023 Big 12 standings predictions. Uh, so if you if you're not ready for that, you better buckle up because we're getting into it. Um, but as always, before we do that, we are brought to you guys by Prize Picks, who I will tell you a little bit about later on. And we are a part of the Takeover Sports Network right here on YouTube. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe to the channel. You can get all of our videos when they drop there. Uh, make sure you're liking, commenting. Let us know who your predictions are, or if we make a prediction that you just think is kind of outlandish or. Uh, you think we're you know, <laughs> undervaluing a team, please let us know. Last year we got kind of ripped apart uh, in our preview stuff, um, specifically you West Virginia fans, for telling us we were crazy for thinking they'd win any, you know, four games. Obviously they won five. Congrats. Still a failure of a season in my book. But uh, that's okay. You know, If you're happy with your five wins, take it and uh, enjoy watching the bowl games at home. Um, yep. We are going to jump right into this. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I really like going through and making predictions because obviously we're not like the experts and these predictions sometimes go horribly wrong, much like my national championship prediction. And uh, <laughs> so we're going to jump right into this. Donnell, I'm going to let you choose. Who? Where do you want to start here? Do you want to start at the bottom or you start at the top? I think we should start at the bottom. Give, give okay. the viewers something to look forward to. All right. Donnell, you get to go first. Who is taking last place in the 2023 Big 12 standings with all the new teams that we've gotten to add? We have four new teams this year. Um, schedules are going to look a lot different. Not everybody's going to play everybody. It's going to be really weird. So who's taking last place in your 2023 Big 12? Last place for me is going to be Cincinnati. I have Ooh. no idea who they hired. Fickle. Them losing <laughs> Fickle will be like a major loss. I have Cincinnati being absolutely last. So, yeah. What about you, Ty? Who you have last? So they hired Scott Satterfield, but we'll talk about him in a little bit. Because yeah, we have no idea who that is. Tyler, who do you have? Scott Satterfield was the Louisville coach, dog. We know, know who that is. I know, I know, I know, man. But look, they, it, it wasn't a hire that just made me jump through the roof. I'll talk about that in a little bit because because I agree with you. Um, my last place team, come get me, baby. West Virginia, come get me. I don't think – look, West Virginia has done a good job recruiting – but Neil Brown cannot be trusted. He cannot be trusted. And anybody who's defending Neil Brown, you're crazy. You're crazy. Absolutely insane. This dude is on the hottest seat in college football. If he if he makes it through next year, I will be shocked. Seriously, I, I don't see it happening. So for me, it's West Virginia. Donnell, who is taking 13th place in your new Big 12? Oklahoma State. Because Ooh. I have no idea what is going on there, but it's not it's not good. Mike, Mike Gundy, your time, your time amongst the Big Twelve is coming to an end. Uh, he is he is definitely going to be on the hot seat this upcoming season. And if they have a losing season, I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma State decided to go ahead and fire him and mm. get a new coach heading into the new Big Twelve. 
Yeah. So, so when I did the coach's hot seat video, Donnell was um, out of town, so he wasn't able to record with me, but he had texted me and said, Hey man, I think Gundy might be a name we need to mention. And I mentioned it and I said that Donnell would get a chance to elaborate on that in the future, which he's doing now. Um, but somebody had commented and said like, yeah, no, Gundy's absolutely going to be on the hot seat. Like, it's a real possibility that Mike Gundy's gone after next year for Oklahoma State. It does not look good. They did just get a quarterback in the transfer portal from Michigan, Alan Bowman, who was a former Texas Tech quarterback. Um, I don't know if that's enough to get this team over the hump. They have lost everybody. Yeah, Every single player, it seems like, is gone for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think you're crazy for that. They're a little bit higher on my list. But uh, for me, my 13th place team is Houston. Um, I don't know... Houston had a pretty surprisingly bad year last year. Um, it, was, it was kind of shocking to see them fall off the face of the earth like that. I mean, they were, a, what, a top 20 team to start the year. Yep. Uh, they were expected to do big things, and they, man, they just did not look good. Um, I was I was appalled by their season. But, you know, my, my little <laughs> note that I made for myself is that Dana has flamed out in the Big 12 before. Uh, will he do it again? We're, we're going to find out. Who's up next for you? Taking uh, next place. Me, taking the twelfth place, I have Iowa State. Uh, okay. I think they're building a solid program over there to have a good defense. Uh, the offense is just what worries me. I don't. I don't see any key playmakers. You're gonna leave. You're gonna lose Xavier Hutchinson, who is their only playmaker on offense. Uh, the quarterback position, they have to get that figured out. Whether it's gonna be the new guy coming in or whether they're gonna go with uh, Decker again, but. It doesn't really matter for me because I, I don't think they're going to be good on offense again. So I have a, Iowa State at 12. I also have Iowa State at 12, and I just want to add a little bit to that. Um, offense was a major issue last year. That is my number one note uh, for this team. Their, their offense was a mess all year long. You have one of the best receivers in the country on your roster. You throw it to him 35,000 times a game, and it's still not enough, right? <laughs> they just did not have enough over the field. I thought Jalen Noel was pretty good. Um, you know, he was probably their second most reliable option in the passing game. But one thing I think that this team does have going for them, because I don't think it's all doom and gloom for Iowa State, is they do have Shieldhouse or Schulhouse, Shieldhouse. I can't pronounce his name. It's spelled S C H E E L H A A S E. Shieldhouse. Um, he is like one of the popular up and coming offensive coaches, young minds that that the country is very excited about um he will be their offensive coordinator this year and that's a good sign now what you talked about though is it deckers or is it cole who's going to be playing quarterback for them that's the big question they need to answer um but they do have something to look forward to with their new offensive coordinator so maybe things get better uh but i also do have them at 12 they were very bad this year best defense in the in the conference and uh just still just could not win games and that's never a good sign uh jumping out ahead to Number 11. Donnell, who do you got here? Number 11, I have West Virginia. Uh, Oof, okay. Just as you alluded to earlier, I have them a little bit higher than you as well. But uh, I think I think Noah Brown's going to get this ship turned around a little bit, and I think he's going to save his job. Now, I think they should have fired him last year, so they should have got out of this. But now they're going to be stuck because he's going <laughs> to finish at a decent area in the Big 12. So uh, they're going to lose a lot. But I do, I do think he got a head start on who his quarterback is going to be and what type of offense he wants to run. And that's why you saw towards the end of the year, uh, even with JT Daniels, more so, more so on the bench than starting, the other guy got the opportunity. So I, th I think I think Noah Brown's going to get West Virginia ready to play. 
freaking Neil Brown. Yeah, it's freaking <laughs> wild that I believe in Neil Brown when you just said all that. I don't believe in Neil Brown. I want I want people to know that right now. But I do think he's going to do enough to save his job. Dude, he recruits well, obviously, because no matter how bad it looks for him, people still keep committing. So, yeah, um, gotta love. Yeah, it. man. I don't know. I, I'd like for West Virginia to be good because they are one of those programs that when they're good, they're real good. Um, for me, I got BYU here. Um, they're losing a ton on offense. They're losing their entire offensive line. Um, they are putting their hopes on Keaton Slovis to transfer from Pitt to take over the reins here. Uh, I just don't see BYU being very good. Um, they are not bad. Like BYU always recruits well, and they end up playing decent, but they had a pretty bad year last year, and obviously next year is not this year, but um, they're losing a lot offensively, and I just I don't know. It didn't really work well this year, and unless they're getting some really good players in this class, which we need to dive into a little bit more over time, um, right now I got them finishing pretty close to the bottom of the new Big 12. Uh, jumping ahead to the next pick here, who do you got finishing 10th? I have BYU, actually. And At 10th? Okay. Say, yeah. I don't have to say too much more than what you already said. Uh, I forgot they were losing a lot of players, Jaron Hall and one of the guys that I raved about at the beginning. Yeah, you love Jaron Hall. He's going to the league. Yeah, he's an NFL quarterback. I guess that answers my question when I asked you that. <laughs> Is he a NFL quarterback? Yeah, he answered it. He's going to the league. So, yep. hey, BYU, you're at number 10. Luckily, you're at number 10 because uh, they could be lower on my list. Now Now that I'm really, like, analyzing it and seeing the list, they could be lower. For 10, for me, it's UCF. Um, yeah. UCF has maintained some of their playmakers – um, because of the move to the Big 12. They've been able to get some guys. They just got a big transfer from Eastern Carolina. They got some guys coming in. And UCF, you know, they've played the Big 12 before, and they stomped a mud hole in Baylor. Um, <laughs> so my note here, Gus Malzahn, baby. Gus Malzahn. I don't know what it is, but for some reason I like that guy. And... I don't know that, you know, I'm saying that as if they're going to finish in the top five. Um, I think they're definitely one of the better new teams coming in. And I think they're going to do a good job. Also, side note, UCF has amazing uniforms. Uh, they do some really cool stuff. Some, I, I'm so excited to see those throughout the season. It's going to be dope. Um, who's finishing in the nine spot for you? I have Gus Mazan and UCF. Okay, so we're just one step behind each other here. Okay, okay. It's it's pretty easy decision for me. Uh, not too many top, te- not too many incoming teams are going to have great years, great a great year to start. But I think UCF is equipped to handle some of that pressure to come in, and I think they're going to be the second best team. That's very nice. Second best new team. Very nice. Very nice. For me, that's going to be Oklahoma State, and let me tell you why. Okay. Mike Gundy. I think Mike Gundy's a good coach. Do I think he'll survive after next year? I don't know. Probably not. This probably... I mean, finishing this low in the Big 12 is not good for Mike Gundy. Um, <laughs> but I think Mike Gundy can get this team over, you know, good enough to finish in the in the top 10 of 14, which isn't saying much. But, like, despite all the roster turnover, despite all the drama that's going on there, I think they're, he can still get them... Some he can get them five wins. I don't like. I don't think that's far fetched to five to to six wins. You know they might go bowling. Who knows? They'll get beat, yeah. but they might go. 
Um, they lost a lot, and they're going to have a lot of questions to answer, but they're finishing in the nine spot for me. Going to number eight, who do you got here? Number eight, I have Houston Cougars, and here's why. Oh, they boy. had a disappointing season, right? But let me tell you how what teams they lost to. They lost one, two, three, four, five games last year. They lost one to Texas Tech in double overtime. Yep. They lost to Kansas University, 48 to 30. Amazing offense from KU. Nothing you can take away from that. That losses. game was crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, crazy loss. So that's two of their losses right there. And then I look at Tulane. They lost 27 to 24 in overtime. Dude, Tulane, Tulane was freaking good. Tulane was freaking good. When, it, when we when we did that K-State preview, what yeah, you said people, it. they better watch out. The Tulane is good. You they said it. They the beat Tulane. SC, too, in the bowl. Yeah, exactly. Came so back and not, beat them. Exactly. So for me, that's not a bad loss. That's three losses to teams that they could have you know, possibly beat that were just more talented than them at the time. And then they lost to SMU 77 to 63. Dude, Another that, yeah, game. that game doesn't count. What the hell is going on in that game? That game what, was that drunk. Is, that was an NCAA 14 game at its <laughs> finest. Yes. You, know, you can't stop anybody. This the, That's what that game was. <laughs> and then they lost to Tulsa, 37 to 30. They shouldn't have lost that game. But, hey, sometimes letdowns happen. Oh, yeah. Any and then they beat Louisiana. Yeah. So I, I think Dana is well-equipped and well-versed to handle the Big 12. And he flamed out before. Did flame out. But I think Houston is a better spot than West Virginia even back then when he had some good recruits, I think Houston's a better recruiting hotbed for him. And I think they're going to be better equipped to handle the Big 12 in their first year. Dude, are they going to run the table? No. Are they going to finish in the top five, top six? Probably not. But I think they'll be the best new coming team. You know what? You kind of talked me into Houston being better than I thought. No, but that's I'm gonna it's real. I'm no, going to leave them where they're at. Because their bottom can be where you place them. They, they they most definitely can finish down there. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like what you're, <laughs> I, I'm buying what you're selling here, Donnell. You're, you're quite the salesman as it pertains to Houston. It's almost well, like you I live there. I have some experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've seen them play a few times. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like I don't live like 20, 30 minutes away from study. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll jump into this next one here for me. Uh, the number eight spot is uh, Cincinnati. Uh, you know, Scott Satterfield hire, it, it wasn't a home run. Um, I don't think it was the best hire. I don't think it was the flashiest hire. You know what I think it was, though, is moving on from Luke Fickle is not going to be easy for them. Getting somebody in with experience who can kind of rock, like settle the, the seas for them, because the, the ship is rocking right now. Um, they, they, are, they are hurting, and they need a coach who can come in and stabilize things. And I think Scott Satterfield can do that. And I think they'll finish this high because I think they have enough left over from Fickle that this team is still good. Right. And Bryant's coming back for another year. Um, so they do have, they have the same quarterback. I, I think Cincinnati will be okay. Um, the interesting thing is, though, and the reason I have them finishing as low as I do, or in some minds as high as I do, um, but I think mostly because of how who they brought in as their offensive coordinator was Iowa State's guy from last year, um, yeah. which is not a great higher in my opinion I, I haven't been impressed with their hires but um they're they're doing the thing they're doing it let's jump to number seven here who do you got number seven i have kansas university i think with Jalen daniels coming back lance leipold getting, being extended kansas has an opportunity to build on this season and i think they will do that they're finishing the middle of the big 12 somewhere i think i think this is a good opportunity for them to step up and uh just improve the culture of that program 
Rock freaking chalk, baby. I got them there too. Awesome. Um, I, th- I think they're going bowling again next year. I think we'll see them in the postseason once again. Jalen Daniels. Man, a healthy year from Jalen Daniels would do numbers for them. I think they, they might even be able to sneak above who I have next. But uh, yeah. I have them going bowling again. I think this is a team on the rise. I, I think you know the standards have been elevated. I think this team expects to be good. I think people expect them to be good. They're going to be challenged. Uh, but I think Lance Leipold's a great coach. I think he does a good job with the players he has in that room. And I think you know recruiting has started slow for him in the early window. Um, but recruiting's not done yet. You know, there's a lot of time still left, and I think by the time we get, you know, into the fall, I think Kansas is going to look pretty good on paper. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really do. And uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Daniels still there, and if he's healthy, man, they they could be rolling. Uh, let's jump to number six here. This is where the top of the the top of the league here, top you know, top six teams. These are these are big boys. These are ranked players. This is this is a big deal. Who do you got at number six? At number six, I have TCU. Whoa. And people are going to call me crazy. People are going to call me so. crazy. But here's the thing. They're losing Quentin Johnson. They're going to lose D. Winters. They're losing Keandre Miller. Max Duggan's already announced that he's going to the NFL. They're losing too much for my liking. I'm not a believer in Chandler Morris. Uh, TCU wasn't either, as you saw from their play earlier in the season with him at the helm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I got TCU sliding a little bit until they, until they're some of their younger QB playmakers can step, step up. up yeah yeah and you know i think uh tcu missed out on a big recruit that they lost to baylor who we're going to be putting a video out here pretty soon probably tomorrow um when you're watching if you're watching this on the day this launches um look i don't have tcu dropping this far but i don't think you're crazy for having them drop this far um look sonny dykes is a great coach i think he's done a great job um but i think having chandler morris back is a big deal uh there's some continuity there and uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're they're gonna they're gonna slide a little bit. They're losing a lot of talent um, yeah. from this team, and that's saying something considering last year I didn't think they were very good. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, and I don't mean last year over the course of the season. I mean last off season. I didn't think this team was that talented, but clearly they were. Um, I'll jump to to my number six here. Um, obviously, you're higher on this team than I am, but Baylor. Um, but I think Baylor has some things that are really good and some things that I kind of overlooked for them. Um, they have a QB battle coming up this spring for sure, especially after landing Sawyer uh, Sawyer Robinson, Sawyer Robertson, my goodness, from Mississippi State, former four-star quarterback. Um, that's a big deal. So obviously Shapin did not do enough. They had lost drones in the offseason, so they felt <laughs> like they needed to get somebody there. Um, so they'll have a QB battle this spring. And they had a revolving door of running backs this year. Yeah, they brought somebody in to stabilize that position. They brought in Dominic Richardson from Oklahoma State, who I thought was very good this year, and very, uh, very good. I think that will be a huge bump for them. I think they'll get a lot of help from that position. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know Baylor finishing in, at number six is not a bad year for them, considering the disaster that was this season. <laughs> Let's hit this next one, Donnell. Who you got at five? Top five, baby. Top five, I have number five starting off, Texas Tech. I think Joey McGuire is doing some good things over there. I think they're going to rebuild with Tyler Shuck coming back. And they're going to, you know, they're going to have some good playmakers. And that offense is here to stay. But most importantly, that defense is going to be serious next year. Second year that he's going to be on the job. So that's those kids. They're, they're going to be used to that system. They're going to learn more things about the system. They're going to start reacting instead of just, you know, out there 
going to this spot, going to go do this simple assignment. When you, when you're in your system for the second and third year, you start reacting. You start playing football. Yep. You're you no play longer, free. Yeah, you play free. So I expect that uh, defense to get loose over there at Texas Tech, which will help them in that number in the top five. I got them at five too. Building on an eight and five year, they're a team to watch. Uh, probably one of the fastest recruiting classes in the country too. I had so their top three before I started the video. Yeah, team speed is going to be a thing for them. They're going to be good. Uh, number four. Baylor. Oh, okay. Number four, I have Baylor. and I, think I like the way you think. Things. Yeah, man, I I, I think Shapin, he's going to straighten it up. If not, they got somebody to replace him. And uh, yeah. adding Dominique Richardson to that offense is going to be a, a big get for Baylor. I think he, what he brings is that physical run, that run style. And I think Baylor, that's what they like. That's what they like. And Aranda, he's going to get them straight. And they have most of the team returning, so I'm not I'm not too too scared about that. They are losing Aika, the DT. Yeah, Siaki Ika. Ika, yeah, they're yep. losing Ika, but everybody else seems to be returning. So hey, good good spot for Baylor for me. I have them landing in the top four. Yeah, they're they're losing Dylan Doyle too, which hurts. But yeah, uh, number four for me. And you've not said this team yet, and I'm kind of surprised. Number four <laughs> for me is Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, underwhelming first year for Venables. That's no secret. But they're getting Dylan Gabriel back. We saw this team looks a lot different when he's healthy. They got to keep him healthy next year because um, that offense can go. Um, but they also have a great recruiting class coming in with a ton of talent. Um, Venables obviously can recruit. Oklahoma kind of recruits itself. There is a little bit of that. Um, but I, I just think Oklahoma will bounce back next year. I think Venables now knows what it's like to be a head coach. He now has that experience, um, and I think we see Oklahoma bounce back big next year. Number three. Yeah, and I have go. to agree with you. At number three, I have Oklahoma, so I agree okay. with everything you just said. I think Venables, he's going to have them uh, humming next year on defense. I think you can see kind of towards the end of the season, the team kind of like gravitate towards, you know, just understanding and knowing who Venables and what style of, what style of play he wants. Uh, injuries derailed them at the quarterback position, Dylan Gabriel getting hurt. I think him coming back, that's a big get for Oklahoma. Uh, we, we were discussing it earlier, Who like what happens if he decides to leave. But he has so much. Uh, he still has two years, two years left. So mm-hmm. good for OU. I think that offense is going to be good. I think the defense is going to be good. So I think they'll have a chance to be in the top top three. Yeah, I like that. I had him at four. You got him at three. That's, anyway, we have a lot of the same like groupings, which is good. Right it means yeah. we're kind of in the same line of thought here, I think. Uh, number three for me is TCU. Um, I do think they drop a little bit, obviously. But they did just go to the national championship. <laughs> and they're going to be able to recruit that. That's a that's a great recruiting uh, chip to have in your pocket. Now getting blasted 65-7 to 7 is not a good look. But you made it. You're going to have an opportunity, right? Like that's a, You can sell that. Shoot, you can take that to the store and get somebody to buy it. Um, so, yeah, you know, they got Chandler Morris returning, so they got some continuity at the quarterback position. They are losing Quentin Johnson, which hurts a lot. Losing D winners. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be missing some players, but shoot, man, they can recruit. They're going to be able to get guys out there. They got a top 20 class right now. If it holds, they're going to be just fine, I think. Jump to number two here, Donnell, and I think this is where we're going to start. We're, we're going to have flip flopped one and twos, I think. So who's your number two? (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely going to have one and two flip-flop. But I have number two, K-State, which they could also very well end up number one again next year. I think anybody in the top four, you can 
top five, can, really. I, I you can talk I yourself can't. into first yeah. place. Exactly. And that's exactly what Kansas State has decided to do. They've talked themselves into bringing it back around with Will Howard and thinking that they can. Now, Kansas State will lose Felix Uzoma. They will lose uh, a couple Deuce. more players, probably Deuce Vaughn and uh, Cooper BB, the left guard that they have. He's an amazing left guard. So they will lose some uh, talented NFL players. Uh, but they do have Will Howard returning, and they do have majority of the team returning. So I have Kansas State finishing number two. Too bad they can't go back to back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Okay, my number two is Texas. Um, top class, one of the best recruiting classes. They were they ranked first in the country in recruiting right now. Uh no, I second. I right? actually haven't. I haven't even paid attention to the recruiting. Yeah, I haven't looked in a couple days, but they they have a top top five class in the country. They're just loaded with tons of talent already. Um, they got Quinn Ewers. If all else fails, they got Arch Manning waiting, ready to go. Yeah. Obviously, he's gonna redshirt. And uh, what's I think the kid's name's Malik Murphy. Yeah, Malik Murphy out yeah. from California. Yeah. Who's a freak of nature, um, quarterback, super athletic. Uh, they they got guys that are ready to go. They're gonna be loaded, man. They're gonna be loaded. If Sark doesn't get it done, I'll be blown away. Uh, but I got him finishing second, and I give the bump to my number one because of coaching. So, Donnell, tell me why Texas is your number one. Texas is my number one because I look at it. Uh, I'm looking from paper. I'm just looking yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. Obviously, I need Quinn Ewers to develop and do all the things necessary to be the quarterback at the University of Texas. And he had a great bowl game. So, I, I just expect him to take that next jump. So, even if he plays like he did this year, plays a little bit better, I'm looking at what they're bringing in to help him, right? They're bringing in Cedric Baxter at the running back position. They already got about two or three running backs there that can start right now. And then you get you get uh, Isaiah Nayor back at wide receiver. You get Jordan <gasps> Whittington. You get Xavier Worthy, Worthy. Then you add Jontae Cooks to the fold. Like, I'm looking at all the weapons. And then you have Sanders coming back at the tight end position. And that's not even me just getting started on defense when they added Jalen Catalan, first team all SEC safety. Dude, defense, that was such a big get. Which was their major, their biggest weakness on defense was that safety position. And I don't know how many times I've told you or texted you throughout <laughs> Texas games this year, safety just has to stay in his spot or like, what is he doing back there? Yeah. Now, now they got somebody back there that I'm confident in. And they're bringing back all their key playmakers on on the outside at the DB position. You're yep. going to have Ryan Watts coming back for another year. You have Jalen Ford, your best linebacker, who should have won defensive player of the year in the Big 12. He's coming back. And your defensive line is getting some playmakers back. So I have Texas finishing number one. Will they do it? That's all up to Sark. So yes, we'll it is. That is all on Sark and how well he can develop our boy Quinn Ewers. Um, for me, number one is Kansas State. Right, That's the team I left out to this point. Um, Chris Kleiman, to me, is... Uh, Probably the best coach in the Big 12. Yeah. Outside of maybe Sonny Dice after this year. But I think Kleiman's the most consistent coach. I think he's done a great job with this team. Kansas State constantly gets lower end recruits and gets top end talent. Or he gets lower end talent and gets top end results from these <laughs> kids. That's been the K State way. And I don't see that changing for them. But here's what I will say this is the best recruiting class Kansas State has ever had. Ever. They got some studs. Coming in, they have Will Howard returning. Um, they got they got a lot of talent coming back, man. A lot of talent coming back. Um, this team's going to reload. They're going to be just fine. That defense is going to be extremely good. Um, 
but man, another year of Will Howard at the at the at the reins to start. I think they can repeat as Big Twelve champs. Um, I just think K State's they're humming right now. I think everything's going in the right direction for them. I think they've set themselves up for life after Texas and Oklahoma leave, and uh, it's going to be really interesting seeing this team, these teams as a whole next year, and just kind of what they look like, right? So yeah, for me, um, I got K State finishing. Uh, top of the Big 12 next year. Donnell's got Texas. Um, Donnell, is there anything else you want to add before we get the people out of here? Uh, no, I thought we had some good rankings. I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited for all these new teams and uh, all the content that we're going to be releasing. So thank everybody for watching us. Thank them. We're almost at a year, coming up soon in a couple months. So it's been a good ride so far. Absolutely. So before I let you guys go, I do want to tell you guys about our sponsor, Prize picks just really quick. I know this is a little bit longer of a video, but uh, we here at the Takeover Sports Network have teamed up with Prize Picks and they have a special offer for all of our listeners and viewers. New users that deposit and use the promo code TAKEOVER will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So if you're looking for a fun and easy way to play Daily Fantasy, be sure to check out Prize Picks and don't forget to use the promo code TAKEOVER so they know we sent you. That's Prize Picks promo code TAKEOVER. So before I let you go, I do want to remind you, you can follow along with the show on Twitter at Big12Takeover, just like you see it across the top of your screen. If you're listening on podcasts, it's at Big12Takeover. If you want this in a podcast format, you can get our show anywhere. Uh, you, you listen to your podcast, just search Big12Takeover. But first, of course, be sure to subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network right here on YouTube so you can get all of our videos when they release. Um, interact with the content, like the videos, comment, let us know your, your predictions for next year. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, these are our way too early predictions. Um, these are always really fun to do. We really enjoy it. So we hope you guys do too. Uh, we will be back with more content. Uh, we have reacting to the Sawyer Robinson pickup for Baylor. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff coming out. We are just getting started on this uh, off season. We're going to have a lot of really cool stuff. Hopefully some interviews with some players. Uh, some things to talk about there. So we will be back very, very soon. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, let's have a fun off season.